Season 4. Um, hey everyone. How are we all doing? Doing good. You gotta talk into the mic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're doing good. <laughs> Alright, so today on this episode we're talking about um, finishing projects, which is a conversation that we always find ourselves having, both as a studio but also as creative individuals in our own passion projects. Um, so I'm excited to, ex- to explore this one, but it seems to kind of fit in well with what we were talking about in a, pre- in a previous episode about um, how to get better over time. And I personally believe that it's impossible to get better over time unless we actually finish what we start, you know? Um, and so I think the first thing and what I want to get us right into is why is this such a hard thing? Why do so many people struggle with finishing what they start. Maybe we should start with like listing off all the projects that we never finished. <laughs> that was a joke. How many are there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody laughed. Um, no, I was just kidding. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, starting is such like an attractive thing. Like everybody has all these ideas, right? Of like, I want to do this, I want to do that. And you get like into the thick of it and like how difficult it actually is to to bring things across the finish line um like i think there's like a certain amount of adrenaline that a lot of people get from like starting something or telling Mm -hmm. people that they're like about to start something or like yo i'm starting this thing i'm starting this new brand i'm starting this agency or like whatever it is and like that is like the thrill like that's the height of the project for people and like once you get into the parts where like this shit actually sucks like there's some days where it like kind of sucks um, like the resiliency like isn't there to like get through the like kind of like what we were talking about in the last episode is like the boring days or like the days that aren't like always as attractive or fun mm-hmm. or when you hit roadblocks like some projects go like mysteriously smoothly but other ones you're gonna hit so many roadblocks and after your third or fourth one it's so easy to just feel like okay I'm gonna start selling else because it's more exciting to start selling else mm-hmm. so I feel like that's where the temptation comes in because it's just easier to be like I'm gonna side put this on the side table and just start selling else because it seems more exciting or I feel more inspired but then the odds of that one ever getting picked up again becomes less and less mm-hmm. you don't have anything to say <laughs> <laughs> who did we did we pick this one or did was this voted in I don't know I can't remember. I don't know which ones we actually chose and which ones were. They were all they were all considered by all of us at at one point or another. <laughs> Admittedly, finishing projects, I believe, is kind of a hard topic to talk about, mm-hmm. right? Because it's one of those things where um, sometimes there's just no clarity on it. Sometimes we work through things and we have no idea how it happened, like how we finish anything. Yeah, and like is it important to have like a definitive end for projects like i don't know like mouthwash doesn't have an end like there's obviously goals but it's not like we're gonna like be like okay once we get this client or do this thing we're done you know it's it's like so it's like i think we're more like aligned on a mission Mm -hmm. so like our mission is to create you know great work and build great relationships Mm -hmm. so like that is is a little bit like expandable obviously with projects, they, you know, they have, like, start and end, um, for the most part, mm-hmm. but the hard part, I feel like, is, like, you, to your point, like, so many people get 
caught up in the initial phase, which is like the initiation, and less on the like perseverance, mm-hmm. which which tends to be not as sexy. Um, but without it, it's like whatever you started is nothing. Mm-hmm. It's useless. It's it's all potential, but potential, you know, unfulfilled is, is useless. Yeah. Um, so is it one of those things for you guys that like does knowing that in advance? make it any better or make it any easier just like starting a project and being like i love this but this is going to be a lot of work it's going to be really hard there's going to be a lot of days where like i'm not going to want to do it does that actually help make it any better though do you guys feel like ever like because i don't i don't feel like coming in here is work to me like do you guys feel the same way or i mean obviously there's going to be days where you just want to be lazy but that's i think it's a little bit different than like you have to like forcing yourself to do the day to day. Yeah. Yeah. I think to, to Jason's question, re- wait, rephrase that question again. Does like understanding and knowing that oh, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. going to be unattractive yeah. parts. You know, I think like that is just something that you gain over time. Like the amount of projects I thought I was going to start or like empty illustrator files of like, this is what it's going to look like. Or like, just all this random stuff that you like are thinking and like feel really inspired one night is like, like today it's like, I, I wake up and know, like I have this idea. It's going to get, it's going to be really hard. It's not going to always be easy until like I get to this end goal. Um, but I don't think I had that like awareness five years ago or like six years ago when I was like in college or, or whatever, it was just all fun and games and like really excited. So I think it comes over time and to Abe's point, yeah, like I think we were talking about this with a with a client um, that we were building a site for, and they were just like talking about how they have been in business together for like ten years, and they're like, "This isn't like, this isn't like, there's no like next step. It's like this is this is it. Like, like this is what we've committed our li- like the rest of our like working lives to, and like while we don't like really truly dream of labor, like from a ethical point of view, like this is what we do. This is our family. Like this is like." we like design buildings and design interiors. Um, and I think like that same approach for us, like Avery, you're saying is like, it doesn't feel like a job. Like this is my family. Like, you know, like this is, we're building this thing together for who knows how long. But that, that, that clarity helps mm-hmm. to your, to your question. Like knowing that <clears throat> kind of helps because in our perspective, when we wake up is very different than, you know, when maybe you're kind of like lost or, or feel like you, you're not going any certain direction when you have a clear direction um it's just going through the motion at that point Mm -hmm. versus like having to force anytime it's force it's like it's that's not a good sign it's like a big red flag so if anything that's forced is like a red flag which i would agree upon um you know we've all been in the situation where we've started projects and fallen out of love with it so um if that's the case, is it still important to like follow through on those? And I understand that it's like a case by case basis, but you know, who, who knows from the start, if the project is going to be like the one, mm-hmm. right? So like, at what point do you like bite your teeth and, and push through it? Or at what point do you like pull the plug mm-hmm. and like give yourself the grace to pull the pub, to pull the plug? I think obviously when it comes to like, client work and stuff like that's a different story there's no like okay we're gonna just give up on this <laughs> obviously so that aside if it's a, a personally initiated project i think there is a discernment you have to make 
between I have to stick this out and continue to do it or if it's truly not bringing you joy and you're not inspired by it I think there is a time when you can pull the plug and reserve your your energy and your you know brain power towards something else is if you're still like learning from the situation and moving forward but I think sometimes the point where that decision needs to be made is tough and it just comes down to discernment and experience you know if you've if you've done it a handful of times Obviously, if you just keep quitting, that's not the right choice. But if you've done things that you love and then you're working on something that maybe you don't love, maybe there's a time you need to press pause on it and set it aside and come back with fresh eyes however long that takes. But I think there is a sense of discernment in needing to walk away from something that maybe isn't going to be what you thought it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think another thing that's been helpful is like we we set dates and, and we really stick to them. Um, because we've noticed when we don't, things literally just don't get done. So things will take as long as you, you know, let them. Um, so if it's going to take a month, then like schedule a month out and like be strict to it. Um, otherwise, I almost guarantee that it's not going to get done. Um, I, I've started like, uh, applying that to both passion projects and client work. Um, but I think one of the things that has also really been helpful for me is because I've always been someone that I, I didn't have difficulty finishing projects because of lack of like effort or want, but more so of like wanting it to be perfect and mm-hmm. or wanting it to be as good as I know it can be. And, and I think being around like Alex and Mackenzie and, and everyone else has really like forced, like forced me to kind of be okay with like being okay with it, like not being perfect every time, but like still being proud of the things that we put out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure like everybody has different things for someone. It might be like, they just want to start something else and that's the the motivating factor. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but yeah, for me, it was like, you know, it was, it was like wanting it to be perfect all the time. And then, you know, before I knew it, I was like, holy shit, like I've only done one thing that I'm really proud of this year. Like what's wrong here? Mm -hmm. And it was because of that. Um, versus now it's like, we're putting something out like every, you know, two to three weeks. Yeah. 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 I think like that again that like that thing that you're talking about is something that like a lot of perfectionists struggle with and i think the the greatest people and the greatest artists are both perfectionists but are also like realistic about what hills they're willing to die on so like you know i don't know and there's like obviously the extreme cases where like you hear these stories of like perfectionists and you know abe is arguably that person who would literally get run over by an 18 wheeler before the the smallest thing needs to be corrected but it's in it's in a it's in a good it's like in a good he makes us better right he's like abe is the one person on our team that will like will call out the smallest thing which like ultimately pushes our work to the best of its like potential on the flip and then on the flip side of it is like how do you build as a creative person you should ask yourself like how do you allow yourself to like create a threshold in which you say okay it's like 99 percent there or what was like the 80 20 rule where it's like you know 80 percent of the like 80 percent of what it's like full potential could be is worth getting right the last 20 percent i might spend like the next year on this trying to get this tiny 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 little details right or in that time i could have maybe completely started a new project or worked on the new website or worked on the new branding or like whatever it is and so to Abe's point like you said is like there's like hills that you have to be like willing to 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 die on um in order to like continue that like elevated growth curve or like getting getting better over time 
I mean, definitely. I think um, we had a conversation with Joel, Evie, um, mm-hmm. Abby. Sorry, Joel. Um, <laughs> and, you know, he mentioned that exact point. It's like maybe for a certain project that getting from zero to 97% is like incredibly easy, like maybe a little bit too easy. But that like 97% to 100 um, is infinitely harder. And while it's admirable to be a perfectionist and try and get every project to 100%, um, that's how you get burnt out. That's how you run yourself in circles. And that's how like projects actually never get finished. And so, um, yeah, I mean, like at what point is a project actually done? At what point are we like allowed to consider that done so that we can like give ourselves the time and the ability to move on to like the next thing yeah i mean you only choose that for yourself right like you're like the only person that determines whether something is done or not is like yourself so it's like what is the standard that you set for yourself for that project and i think that's like a really healthy thing to set in the beginning because you might just get like lost in the sauce like trying to like get it completely done or whatever mm-hmm. um and then the like that definitive goal and that is never reached because it was never defined from the beginning or yeah, I would also say, like, what, like, a lot of it comes down to motivations. Like, I've just been thinking about, like, okay, how do I encourage myself to finish projects? What do I set in place to make sure I finish it? And it really comes down to motivations. And if your motivations are in the wrong spot, like, it's going to, like, make it – it's going to change the project completely. If your motivation is, like – oh my gosh, this is going to like blow up or like, I'm just doing this so that people notice me or I'm doing (laughs) exactly like if your motivations are in the wrong spot, you're not even going to enjoy the process. And I've found that when I look back at the last five years of my career, the moments that were the hardest was when I was just trying to prove something and forcing myself to finish something and it ruins the entire process. Or hoping that like it, like you wake up the next day and it's like at that whatever dream state that you were hoping. Yeah. And you find yourself like, thinking about like cutting corners or like figuring out how to just jump to the success, but that's not, that's not ever going to make for the best projects or the best outcomes. When you put in the work and set up that, those, those endurance like growth periods where you're setting expectations, setting timelines, knowing what you have to get done each day, even if it's not fun and really going through it because you're passionate about it. And I think that's been a huge part of why mouthwash is, is, is succeeding and how we're growing is, our motivations are not about money, not about like all this stuff. It's just about making work that we're proud of. And I think that's been like such a big element of why it's fun for us to come to work every day. Why it doesn't feel like work because our motivations are not about all the other stuff. It's just about making work that we believe in. There hasn't been one project this year that we've shipped out that I haven't like been proud of, which is like something that I've never been able to say before in my entire career um, or even just like while I was in school, obviously. Um, but, but I think being around people helps, has helped me a ton just to gauge because sometimes we, when we're in our own heads, um, you, you get, you get lost like in, in like reality starts to get distorted because I may be spending like an hour or like literally four hours looking at this one thing and it's really not worth it. Um, but it is a balancing act. Um, I will say because there's been times where like I'm really glad I like <laughs> pushed back on a client on mm-hmm. something or like sure. you know internally like called something out um, because if not like someone else would have mm-hmm. and, and that's that's also not a good thing either it's like when you put something out and then you regret it because um, that just steps you further back but um, yeah just kind of being around people and that you trust obviously 
um, are, are really good filters to like let you know when maybe something is, is actually being done and you're going crazy. Like I, I send Ken's Slack sometimes, I don't <laughs> like 8 p.m. at night, like am I going crazy or is, or is this like just, you know, not a big deal? You know, it's like really interesting and I don't think any of us have talked about this, but the archive feature on Instagram, I think about this all the time. It's like one of the best features they've made but at the same time, can you imagine what Instagram would look like if you weren't allowed to delete anything? Oh, man. Like, <laughs> like it's, a little, it's, a little <laughs> it's a little convenient to be able to, like, hide your mistakes or, like, your work that hasn't, that hasn't aged well, <laughs> right? Like, we all love it. But, um, you know, the question then, be, like, is begged, like, why make it in the first place? And I think that goes back. There's, like, a lot of literature and a lot of theory around the process of rewarding and reward theory, you know? Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about finishing projects, um, you look at that conversation from like zero to 100, mm -hmm. but it should probably instead be looked at zero to like 1%, and then 1% mm -hmm. to 2% is doubling your progress, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, small incremental changes like that are really like how projects get done in my head. And if you have a reward system that's set up that one, enables you to keep going and keep moving along that trajectory but rewards you in a way that is legitimately satisfying and not just um like short-term satisfaction like satisfaction mm -hmm. that's like how that's how that's like what dreams are made of yeah it's i mean it's like the short-term satisfaction stuff is like what mckenzie's talking about like if you're out here slinging whatever for likes on instagram or followers or money or like whatever it is it's like you there's no there's no like real narrative in like that creation process you know um so i think that's like something to be like really careful of and probably really careful of like who you're engaging to work with like and partner with you know like understanding what their motivations are and like asking them like why are you here like why do you wake up every day and do this i want to pivot a little bit i feel like i have the luxury of being a really slow worker when it comes to personal projects so for me choosing what to start on and what to work on is incredibly more difficult for me than actually finishing a project um but i would be interested to hear from you guys uh like what end of the spectrum you guys fall on are you guys uh is it harder to start or to finish for you to, for you three i'll start it's definitely like finishing for me just <clears throat> because i i obviously have like a million ideas running through my mind all the time and it's really hard to like distill them down um, to like very few and then from that few <laughs> distill them down to mm -hmm. even more um, I think one of the things that I'm gonna try to do this year is like not work on as many passion projects and just like focus on like one or two things and really build on those things um, because it is really hard you know for me to to, to finish things because I always want to make them a certain way or um, whatever you know it, it's also just a lot more work mm -hmm. to, to finish something than it is to start yeah, I would say I'm similar. Like finishing is definitely harder. And then I've gotten into the trap. I feel like a little sometimes where I've started like a few things and then I can only focus on finishing one at a time. So then the two that I, or two, for example, that I haven't finished, it takes me so much more effort to get back to those because I'm just like just trying to work on the one. So I think starting is exciting and it is enticing. And, you know, it's just like a, 
it's kind of like a rush, but then putting in the hard work and actually finishing it is definitely the hardest for me. Jason, did you say that you were a better finisher than you are starter? Yes. Mm. Yeah, I think that's that's so interesting. Like, I don't know, because like I I feel like I'm a like a crippled like like I don't know. I feel like I can finish finish projects, but I feel like I get so distracted by new ideas and new uh, things I want to do or like. Um, points of like you know whenever you strike brilliance or whatever that is like you're like dang I can just go start this and I think we've all gotten better over time like like while mouthwash isn't a finished project like it's like uh, it's out of place where it doesn't feel like we're still kind of like figuring it out you know like and I can say that like with confidence where it's like we we figured like we we're in a stable like kind of place and while the project's not finished per se it's like at a place where like we don't have to worry about like not even getting it off the, the the jumping point so we've gotten i think we've gotten better like all three of us have gotten better at it over time but like starting in my eyes is just still so attractive and so much easier than finishing yeah you know i think like for me personally starting and having endless opportunities of what direction to go to is just incredibly paralyzing mm. and i have there's like some cold logical part of my brain that understands and knows like once I have figured out what I want to do that it's like I need to do x y and z to like make it happen Mm -hmm. and it's like as simple as like following tasks but not everyone's like that but you know to that point too is like every you need to partner with like if you're a starter you need to partner with somebody who is like focused on finishing the goal or if you're somebody who's like great at finishing stuff or like resilient at working through projects you need to partner with somebody who has like really great ideas um i think like it's like one of those things where it's like attractive to be the guy who's like this was my idea like we started this Mm -hmm. thing but like i don't know you don't want to be the guy that has or gal that has like a thousand ideas yeah uh you don't want to be the person that has like a thousand ideas and just never gets them anywhere like you like it's really there's way more merit in being the person that can actually finish it just has there's uh i'm not i'm not gonna go there but there's some people that like have tons of shit on their like instagram bio and you click on it, it's like all empty or it's just like and you look back a year later mm-hmm. and it's like it's like either not there or it's still in the same place and like you don't want to be that person mm-hmm. either i think one of the biggest things that i've noticed in um like whatever side of the fence you are whether you find hardy like harder to finish or start most people um don't understand and this is what problem lies the actual cost of things so like that idea is going to cost you x amount of time or x amount of like uh actual money yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was gonna say, yeah, I was like what else do you think you're like <laughs> you know uh, Energy. We, we yeah. get hit up so many times by like really amazing passionate people that just have no clue like how much a website costs or how much this costs uh, like a photo shoot a video like and it's like it, it, it also is like internally like one of those things that i've had to like be really hard with myself it's like okay if i really want to start this i have to dedicate you know the next year of my life to this thing and it you know if you want to do it right right yeah. at least yeah. or five years i mean there's a thing that says like you know everything's like at least five years mm-hmm. um and, and i always feel like every time we take on something it like takes a little bit of me like <laughs> a little bit of life <laughs> yeah like i'm never the same after like you know because it just takes up so much energy <laughs> and like uh, which is why we're like you know so proud of the things that we do because we we, we truly do believe in them 
Um, but, but yeah, just like really ask yourself and, and like think about like the cost of what you're about to take in. and Is it worth it? And um, you'll find a lot of times that it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. You always talk about like launch days of websites that are like game days, like high, game days <laughs> in high school. <laughs> Ava's in the studio playing Remember the Name and like <laughs> ripping his sleeves off his shirt. <laughs> I don't, I don't know like there, there's such reward in like getting the website across the finish line it's like you know a lot of people don't know this but it's a it's a 12 week at least 12 13 exhausting. 14 exhausting week process where like you know if you work like we do uh so meticulous about small details and the way it operates and like checking all the websites on every single device and every single browser and like the load speeds because the images are t- like i don't know it yeah, it was talking about, you always talk about, like, at one point, you're just, like, literally about to go insane because you've been staring at your screen for too long mm-hmm. trying to find the smallest details. But there, but but the, but, the, but the reward in finishing it and putting it out there is what gives you the energy to start on the next one. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I think that's, like, a, that that is, like, one of the biggest reasons why, you, like, finishing is so important is because if you never finish anything, you'll just, like, burn out, like Jason was saying. It's yeah, like you, you can't start on anything else. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like, kind of where I want to end is on a little more of a positive note, but there really is something special about starting a project and finishing it where it never ends up just exactly how you imagine it. There's a real explorative process that you never fully understand until it's done and it's been made, right? And Mm -hmm. so we joke all the time about, like, things being a perspective or, like, an outlook, but it really is like I think like that's the lens you have to put it in it's not like it's going to take this much time and this many years off of my life to like do this it's like here's this initial idea and where it could end I have no idea Mm -hmm. right and that's so exciting I think yeah it's it's exciting in the in the nuance of that like what you're saying is like what I don't know. It makes for good stories. Like you think of all the stories of people who are like, we had this initial idea or the reason why like, um, like initial logos or the initial names for companies are so fascinating and interesting is because like that, like those kinds of stories make you realize that like even the most successful companies in the world are a lot more like you than they are different. Like you don't have to like kill yourself or beat yourself up if your project didn't show up this or your project didn't land the way that you initially thought it did. Um, I think there's like so much story to tell in that like process of landing somewhere differently than you had envisioned. I'm just trying to think back to like some of the projects where that's like happened to me specifically, but I think there is something that is like fueling to a creative, or at least for me, is that element of not knowing what, what's gonna happen with it or like how it's gonna turn out in kind of this like blind like trust of like okay i have this core vision for it it's probably going to change a little bit but that's like that's also like part of the adrenaline like exciting part of it because then when you see it you're like this is like all the work that i put in up until now has like come to this and like that kind of helps like bookend different projects i would say to add to that ken's like that feeling is a lot better than the initiating feeling that you get like from a rush Mm -hmm. yeah totally exactly because then you start to see other people interact. I think one of the parts uh, for Mouthwash specifically where we really started to, like, really be like, okay, maybe we did make the right decision in quitting our jobs and, like, <laughs> taking pay cuts or whatever, um, was when we started to see, like, other people in the industry, like, 
sharing it on arena or save it or, mm. or wherever um because like it, i don't know it felt good that like people that dedicate their lives to this are inspired by it yeah um and it felt like we were adding to like the fabric of you know you know, the culture or industry that that was in like the design ecosystem like you're able to give back to, right yeah and, yeah and and that's like so much more important to us than like making somebody rich like mm-hmm. obviously like we, if we do our job well like the business will benefit or brand whatever um but but it does feel word like really good and and you get a sense of like satisfactory that's hard to explain um but but it is true mm-hmm. like it, it is true and like i think that that keeps us going more than anything else um more than like instagram likes or or like a pat on the back from from a client like it it is just seeing like other people really like uh be inspired by it and and want to like add to those kind of things yeah i think the one thing like the last thing that i just wanted to touch on um as far as like finishing projects was probably should have been like inserted at the very beginning of the episode so maybe i should like cut it in or something but um, if I think I think like a lot I think a lot of people they uh, they get in the habit of like like and this is goes back to the reason like why I think it's really hard for people to finish projects is like people get in the habit um, really early on in, in the beginning ideation stages of what they're going to do of like talking to other people about it um, and if there's like a TED talk by Derek Sivers who it's called uh, it's called social uh like social reality or something is like this theory he has where like by telling somebody about your project and getting like some sort of like positive reaction like hey man like that that's a really good idea like you should do that like there's some sort of like mental satisfaction in your mind that's like oh this this is great like they think it's a good idea so you don't ever actually end up making a move on the project because you like your last impression of that project was like positive and goes into like a lot of different psychological effects of like your fear of failure your fear of x y and z but like I think the best thing anybody can do to finish a project is to not really even talk about it with anyone until it's done. Like, I think that is like the most overrated or underrated. And I don't know which one, like the thing that like everybody wants to talk about it to like get their other people's inputs or whatever. But, you know, obviously you need input from like the people you trust and people you're close to. But I don't know, you just being the guy on Twitter, that's just like, uh, stay tuned or like big things coming is just like I don't know <laughs> soon soon <laughs> yeah I don't know it's just like uh, I think it does more damage to people than they really know so that's my last thing you're only making moves in silent if you don't fucking tell anyone <laughs> <laughs> yes you know 2021 no more teasers no more work in progress <laughs> no no more only, fu- only fully finished yep. projects mm-hmm. yep no, I'm just kidding. I think teasers and work in progress are good, but I think like, I think that's better than like having nothing and being like, big things coming soon. Like I don't know. <laughs> I, I you know maybe we're being too critical. No, I think that that's totally good. To to the point earlier where it's like there's no greater feeling. There's also no worse feeling than being the guy that like talked a big game and has nothing to show. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So so don't be that guy <laughs> or gal. Girls would never do that. Thanks again for listening to the Mouthwash Podcast. For more information, you can follow us on social media or check us out at mouthwash.com.